Should I join Northwestern Mutual? That was an Ask Freeman question I got from Troy. And the short answer, Troy, is no. No, you should not join Northwestern Mutual. And if you're wondering, well, I'm not trying to join Northwestern Mutual. Maybe I could go ahead and just skip this one. That's true. Unless you know anyone who does, uh, is thinking about joining Northwestern Mutual or may, you know, uh, children, nephews and nieces, friends, whatever else, this may still be interesting or useful to them. So if you know anyone who's thinking about joining Northwestern Mutual, you could send them this episode. Um, and uh, hopefully we can prevent some people from making some career mistakes. So uh, that's the short answer. Troy is no. Um, and, and and Troy had written in and he had asked, you know, hey, I've you know, been through this interview process. I, you know, I'm, I want to be in financial planning, uh, explored some firms, went deep into the interview process with Northwestern Mutual. You know, they'd interviewed him a bunch of times, him and his wife and uh, you know, got finally got the offer and he's trying to weigh it out and, and he's listened to a few of my things. And so he sent it in to me. Um, and Troy, you must not have listened to all of our podcasts because if you had, you'd probably know that my answer would be no. Uh, but I'll give you the straightforward answer. And again, in case anybody wants to send this out to somebody else. So Northwestern Mutual is a life insurance company that also does financial planning and investment management and some of these other things. But they are first and foremost a life insurance company. And so your main job at first when joining Northwestern Mutual is it will be to sell life insurance and other life insurance products like annuities, disability insurance, those types of things. So if that is what you want to do, if you want to be an insurance salesperson, then possibly you could join Northwestern Mutual. But you said you wanted to be in financial advice or financial planning. I can't remember how you worded it, that you wanted to, to do those things. So I'm just assuming that means that you don't actually want to be in insurance sales. Um, so part of the problem with joining a firm like Northwestern Mutual, I've heard this from a lot of stories from people that I know who have worked there in the past. Uh, again, I think I talked about this in episode 114, um, kind of my history of going, and I, and I started out in a company that is almost identical to Northwestern Mutual. Um, and so... You know, this is partly from experience, partly from other stories I've heard, but the, when you first start uh, at a place like Northwestern Mutual, they will first have you go through the licensing process. And to get licensed, to get all the licenses you need to, to sell the products they want you to sell, and then to actually do the advice and the financial planning you actually want to do, you're going to have to get six different licenses to do that. Maybe five. You might be able to get away with five because um, you can combine some of them, but basically it's six in order to do what you're telling me that you want to be able to do. And so all those licenses, and you got to do all the study for them and you got to pass an exam and pay a fee. And I don't, I think Northwestern Mutual may reimburse or cover some of that for you, um, but it's still a lot of time and often it will take people months uh, just to get through that process. And in the meantime, you know, you are, you know, I think they start out with a little stipend or whatnot. It's not much, but maybe something to help you get through that. But then after that, you're, you're full on commission, right? And, and you, the only way you will be able to make money is to sell commissionable products. There's no salary. There's no any of these other things. So you have to go out there and sell insurance and the only ones that are going to pay enough to really support your family is going to be the, the products that are really bad for other people. And again, that's just, we talk about a lot on here. It's not real planning. It's not real advice. Most people don't need those products. We talked a little bit about that on uh, 117, maybe. Um, but uh, so no, I don't I don't think so. And, the, and so then they're going to have you and, and actually, uh, I'll create a graphic for this and we'll put it on the blog or it'll be we'll get up here on the YouTube channel. Uh, but again, you need, you know, life insurance license, health insurance license, a bunch of securities license to be able to sell in, in, uh, investment products. And if you wanted to give advice and stuff, there's actually only one license you need to give financial advice to give investment advice. 
And that's the last one you'll get if you work for like a, an insurance-based firm like Northwestern Mutual, or if you were to join like a fee-only planning firm like ours or, or a lot of the other ones out there, we'll talk more about that at the end, um, you only need one. And then you can spend all that other time not getting all those other licenses doing something useful. Um, and so, you know, we have to get through license classes and then they're going to have, you know, create a list of all your friends if you haven't already. And you have to go bother all your friends and family and get them in to basically sell them, you know, life insurance. And you're going to tell them that you're going to be their financial advisor, but you don't know anything about being a financial advisor yet because getting the licensing exams doesn't teach you about being an advisor. And so you're going to need to bring in other uh, senior advisors to help you with it. But then they're going to take half of that commission that you're going to make up front. And, and so, you know, they'll help you on the front end and then they're gone forever and you lose half the income up front. And now you have to service the client at no additional income for free all by yourself. And it's just, it's the whole process is not built for your success, which is why one out of, I think only one out of 10 people make it in the insurance based people who start out insurance based firms. One out of 10, I think is the stats of people who actually make it the first three years or the first five years and, and go on to become a full-time financial advisor after that. The, the attrition rates are really high. Of course, nobody thinks that they're going to be one of the nine out of 10, but clearly more people are nine out of 10 than one out of 10. Um, and so it's just very, very hard. It's very high attrition rate. You got to do a lot of things, you know, call a lot of people, do a lot of uncomfortable things that you probably don't actually want to be doing. And in the end, you're selling products that are bad products and strategies that are bad strategies and not actually helping people. So um, no, you should not join Northwestern Mutual. If you want to join, and again, I, again, if you haven't go back and listen to episode 114, and I explain what really happens behind some of these financial advisor firms, uh, like Northwestern Mutual. So you can go back and listen to that. Um, but yeah, you should not, don't do it. Uh, if you want to be a financial advisor, like you mentioned, like actually want to do financial planning, then I think what you want to do is real financial advising, real financial advice, real planning, where people come, they have their goals. You want to help them get to their goals by giving them the right information and guidance that they need. And you want to be paid for that expertise. And so you want to do fee only fiduciary financial advice is I think what you actually want the business you actually want to get into. Um, and there's not as obvious of a career track. Cause the other thing with these insurance based firms, right, is they're, they can afford to do this because you get all these people in nine out of 10 wash out, but all those policies that they sold stick with the company. Right? So these are, it's a very lucrative uh, method for insurance companies to bring on people because even if the advisors wash out, doesn't matter. They get to keep all the policies. They don't have to pay them a salary. Um, and so if they produce really well, the insurance company makes a lot of money. And if they don't, well, then it's, they're not a very big expense either. And so the insurance company wins either way. Northwestern Mutual wins either way, whether you succeed as an advisor or you fail. Um and that's not true with like going on to a, a, a true financial planning firm. They probably lose money if you don't make it, right? Or if you, if you are not actually helpful to them. And so it's not as obvious of ways to get into the industry uh, with like a real financial planning firm. That's why people like Northwestern Mutual, uh, Thrivent, Mutual of Omaha, all these insurance-based companies, that's why they recruit so aggressively because they make so much money off of it. And that's why you don't see fiduciary firms out there recruiting at college events and you know career fairs and, and other things because the money's not there. Um, and so it's harder, but if you are diligent and you really want to do this, right, you really want to get into financial advice because it's one of the noblest industries out there. It's one of the noblest professions you can do. Um, then this is what I would do. Um, I would go to fee-only network.com, feelingnetwork.com, search your area and find some firms that are within your area. And if they don't, you might have to look bigger and just find ones that would maybe do remote work. Um, but see if you can join in the firm, not as an advisor, 
but a support staff that wants to work into an advisor. That's what we're trying to do with my firm, uh, Lacrosse Financial Planning, where, because uh, again, I grew up in this, me and my business partner both did. We both were one out of the one in 10 that survived and then kind of came together, uh, kind of in the middle of that uh, survival process. Um, but we're both like, man, this is a really bad way to get in the industry. And we wouldn't wish it on anyone. Like literally zero people should have to do it that way. Um, so we were trying to create it where we bring on people in operations, in opening accounts and, and pair planning. And so that way you can learn how to do financial planning, learn the real skills that it takes to help people achieve their goals while getting paid a salary to do it, right? And it may not be as much of a salary as you're going to make elsewhere, um, but you'll be being paid to learn and to grow. And then you can eventually start as after you already know how to be an advisor and you can actually help people instead of calling yourself an advisor on day one when you don't know anything. Um, you can start building your own client base and eventually transition out of operations into full-time advising when you have enough clients to, to support you and your family. And so that's what we're trying to do. There's other firms like that that do that. And so if you're willing to work through those things um, and, you know, try to, try to, you know, be a, just helpful to other firms and, and be able to do whatever it takes to, to get in there and, and be helpful to the firm and not a, a loss to them, then they will teach you how to, be a good financial planner, be a, and are a real financial advisor. Um, I wish we could hire everyone that wanted to do this. We can't, right? We are constrained uh, in terms of, because we're only going to hire the right people at the right times. And we can't just, you know, take in a whole bunch of interns all at once, throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Um, like some of the big insurance-based firms can. Uh, but there's got to be other firms probably in your area that would potentially do this. And if you're diligent and proactive and reaching out to people, like you show some of the initiative. That's, I think all firms are looking for good people like that. So that's the kind of person you are. They might be able to, to make space for you, even if they're not currently hiring for any positions. Um, the other thing you can do, right, is you can, uh, you know, volunteer to learn some of the skills. Like, hey, I, you know, I don't have any skills yet for what you need, but I can learn them for free ahead of time if you want, right? And if you, and so see, you know, ask them, you know, what, what financial planning software do you use? Uh, what, uh, what, uh, you know, what, what other softwares do you use? And, and would you be able to grant me access so I could learn? I'll go through all the tutorials, all the trainings, all these things, and like teach yourself how to use these tools off the clock. And now you're actually helpful to the firm when you, you, when you start off. So it really depends on how much work you're willing to do. Um, certainly, that would be work that you'd be not paid to do. But again, we'll, we'll get this graphic back up here. Um, if you were to join uh, an insurance-based firm, you need to get five or six licenses, which take a long time to get. And if you're joined to a fee-only firm, then you'll need to get one. And so whether it's, you know, they'll help you come on right away and help you get that like we do. Um, and then it gives you plenty of other time where you would have been getting licenses to get something useful, like a CFP designation or something like that. Um, you could work towards that. Or if you have to do it the other way, right? If they're not really hiring, uh, you could do it the other way. We could say, hey, well, let me spend some, some of that time when I wouldn't be getting paid, wouldn't be doing anything anyways, getting licenses. And let me actually build some real skills that are helpful in the industry. Let me learn how to use financial planning software. Let me learn how to use other financial industry software. And then I can come to a company and say, Hey, I know how to do all these things and I can help you. Um, and so that, that's, that how, that'd be how I would go about it. If you want to know more about that, I would love to help anybody who really wants to become a financial advisor, really wants to become a financial planner the right way. Uh, I would love to help you get into the industry without having to work through a Northwestern mutual or a Thrivent or a uh, any of these other insurance-based companies. And so you can email me questions at retirementorship.com and just say, hey, you know, uh, maybe use the subject, uh, 
uh, getting into the industry, getting into the industry. If you email me with that subject line, we can connect, maybe set up a phone call and I can walk you through some more of these things. But no, you should not join Northwestern Mutual. You should not join Thrivent. You should not join Mutual of Omaha. You should not join MetLife. You should not join Guardian or Pacific Life or any life insurance-based firms. I don't think anybody should. Uh, zero people. I think zero people should join those firms. Um, unless you really just want to sell and make money and you don't actually care about advising and helping people and doing it the right way. If none of that stuff matters to you and you're just trying to say, hey, I want to get in an industry where I can sell a lot of product and make a lot of money, then maybe go for it. Because um, we don't really want you in the advice-based industry anyways. Um, yeah, if you're trying to do it the right way, that's what I would say. Uh, so yeah, we'll get a graphic up here. If you're listening to this in the podcast, you can go to the show notes for this episode, uh, this is episode 124. So retirementmanagement.com slash 124. And we'll have that graphic there of the differences between a fee-only fiduciary firm and an insurance-based firm and what you need to, the licenses you need to get on that. And um, well, yeah, if you have any questions or if you, you know, again, if you know anyone else, if you made it all the way through this and you have no interest in joining the industry and you're just curious, but you know anyone who is, you know, keep this in mind and we will, uh, we'll, hopefully save a few people from, you know, what, cause what, again, what happens to most people is they do spend all this time and effort getting all these licenses. They bother a bunch of their friends, maybe break up some friendships because they, the way they tell you to sell people and be persistent and annoying that. And so you lose friendships, you lose time, you lose money. And in the end you wash out anyways, cause nine out of 10 people do. And so if you can save someone from going through that, you are a good friend. Um, so maybe send this to anybody that you know, who's joining it. And if you're one of those people who somebody sent this to you, uh, again, email me questions at retirementorship.com and uh, I'll help you out, get you a better way to get into the industry. Hope this was helpful and we'll be back next week with more. Thanks. Have a great week. Cheers. If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership and there's a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly Retire Mentorship magazine which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. We never ask for any payment information and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait. So join us now at retiremembership.com or you can click in the link in the description and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.